You didn't just go to just poop though, you went and took a whole shower. No. Under-budgeted podcast talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not Snapple better than Brisk Ice Tea. Well, that's Brisk, baby. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Snapple just for they have more variety, and Brisk just tastes mad concentrated. So, but they got they got slots, I'm Mr. Ice Tea, in case you didn't know. I thought but, I, I thought Ice Tea was a, a no American gentleman. You're fired. Now that I think about it. I should have gone Arizona over Snapple. Like Arizona mm. versus Snapple is a big competitor. Because they both have very good variety. They have a lot. Of, they, they both have a lot they of have variety. a lot of varieties. Not a lot of But I think varieties. Brisk has a better vanilla iced tea. Yeah, but who like who drinks vanilla iced tea? See, and that's the difference between I like can. Snapple I prefer. and Arizona. They're not gonna have weird flavors like that. They have more natural tasting flavors. Like I feel like when you're drinking Brisk, you know you're drinking Brisk. Like, if you could taste the sugar and the syrup and all that stuff. Snapple in Arizona, not so much. Yeah. So a Snapple for you. I'm a, I'm a Snapple. Bizzle. Oh, man. I don't feel like that's fair. So neither. I'm a Snapple guy. And that's Bruce, baby. Arizona all day. You are listening to us on SoundCloud.com at Grapples2Apples. That's Grapples, the number, number two. two apples. You're also listening to us on Apple Music, Apple Music. and Google Play. Apple Podcasts. Well, well, Apple Podcasts <laughs> and Google Play Music. That's it. I swear. <laughs> end of the year, guys. We're going it's to We have two episodes right. left. It's because... Because it's time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get it. We're going to get it. It's because you have the shades on. Uh, that has no bearings on what I talked about. I don't know about that. But We're all 16 podcasts and 17 podcasts in. I think this is episode 17. Episode 17. 18? 17. 17 was last week. Oh, well, this is the pay-per-view show. Yeah, exactly. This is not the episode. What ever. Anyway. I am the one, the only, Padawan Shades. <laughs> Padawan? Not yeah. a Jedi Master yet. No, he's got the Padawan braid. Padawan braid. He's got the Padawan braid. working on it. Exactly. And I am joined by my lovely, 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 lovely co-hosts. Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, the Shakespearean Candidate, so on and so forth. You need to come up at home for me. And you're never going to live it down. And of course, the one and the only. Yeah, yeah both can be one and only. We're going to have a match for this. You'll lose. No. I was doing this before you. You were podcasting? (laughs) I was talking about the one and only. No, you were double Z, double E. And then he was, you had that first in the cage. But the one and only. I don't know about that. I think I need to have a WWE 2K19 match to settle this. Oh, does that mean we're gonna open the Twitch channel? How about we Grab just have a Twitch channel? Well, well that's that's that's, that's a little th- much. Let's do it. All right, are we gonna record it for the Grammy? Put it on the Snapchats. On the Snapchats. Snap- oh man, <laughs> that line from last week was bad. So guys, 2018's sir. Oh, excuse me. That's a that's a wrong event. TLC wrong event has hey, wrapped up. Uh, lot to go over. Twelve matches on the card. Twelve mm. matches to pre-show or. Kick off. Kick off. Uh, right. Ten on the main card. I guess we can just get into it and uh, ring that bell. So kickoff starts off. Uh, Sam Roberts, David Otunga, Booker T, and Jonathan Coachman 
I, I don't like such a wide variety of guys on the kickoff panel. I don't like Sam Roberts. I like Sam Roberts because he gives us something to to aspire to. I mm, no, he's no. a podcast guy. I like who has fallen into the WWE fold. We could be that. I like Peter Rosenberg being more on the show. Well, yeah, than, I mean, yeah. Then then. Sam but again, Roberts. Rosenberg's a guy who works for a mainstream radio outlet. So two, does Sam Roberts. Two mainstream. Two mainstream radio Sam, outlets. Sam, Sam Roberts on Sirius. Sirius XM. Internet, yeah, Sirius and, and podcast. But they've been in. They, whatever. Uh, Sirius David Otunga. I, oh, I don't understand why they keep putting David Otunga on the. Because they have him on contract. They got to do something with him. They, but have, they have to do something they have with Titus him. Titus O'Neil on contract. They don't do nothing with him except the whole Make a Wish things. He's like their ambassador or something like That's that. That's why they keep him around. Yeah. David Otunga is useless. Damn. In my opinion. Makes him feel better. Um, screw him. Anyway, we had uh, two matches again. Yes. yes. Our first match of the pre-show was... The uh, Cruiserweight Championship match. Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, their rematch from the Super Showdown mm-hmm. in Melbourne, Australia. Super Showdown. And we discussed this before. Decent match, not their best one. Yeah. Kind of boring. Yeah, it was it was disappointing. I'm I like to think of myself as the two hundred five lab guy out of the three of us. Yeah, for sure. And they could both do so much better. And I guess after their Super Showdown match, I going into this match, I knew it was not going to live up to that. I felt like these two, that was the top that they were going to bring together. Mm-hmm. And so getting to what we what we got, I was like, eh. Alright, I expected it to be this bland. Hopefully they got us out of the system. I didn't expect it to be this bland. Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't hit a Spanish fly. What's a Cruiserweight match without a Spanish fly? My gosh. They generally have been doing really well, especially in the pay-per-views. They've been going on to the main card, and they've been making... That might be why this is on the pre-show. They probably figured, listen, this is not going to happen, these two again. Not like they did at Super Showdown. Super Showdown was special. Their match at Super Showdown, for them, was special. This Match of the night? Yeah, for sure. And this was just, it was there. Yeah. It, it, was, purpose. It, was a, it was a decent opener for the kickoff. Murphy, it, he went over with Murphy's Law. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully they'll move on to other programs now. Sure. Let someone do something. Maria Canales. I mean, the, the Canales is on 2 on 5 Live, so that's possible. Mike Canales could be on there, but Mike Canales mm. is a heel, no? Yeah. Can't have two heels going at it. Yeah, but. So you can have a transitional champion somewhere. Mustafa Ali would be the transition. No, 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 no. But who else would it be? Grand Matalik? Kalisto? No, they're doing stuff on Raw. And we're using the word stuff with huge <laughs> quotes. <laughs> stuff. Hey, Things. Let's, okay. But this is the 205 prediction episode, so. Okay. Yeah. Buddy Murphy wins. You said Murphy's Law. Yeah. Still Cruiserweight Champion. My man BM, Bell Movement. Ugh. <laughs> 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 The following match of the kickoff show was Elias versus Lashley in a ladder match. Now, the stipulation of this match changed. Initially, it was basically like a guitar on the pole match, mm-hmm. where the first person who got it was legally able to use it, and then would thus be either automatically deemed the winner, or they would just have they would be the first ones to use it, and then it was legal to use only the guitar. Somewhere along the way, they changed it to whoever takes down the guitar is the winner, which I didn't realize at first until, so Elias goes up to grab it, and it's very, like, nonchalant. It's almost like there's no skeptical in the spectacle. There's no, like, delay. He just he gets there. He grabs it. He takes it off. 
and the bell rings. I'm just like, wait, that's not right. And then they announce it, the winner of this match. Oh, I was like, I'm confused. Do you yeah. think someone messed up and they they rang the bell too early? No, like, oh, no, no. I Ooh, think I they know. probably maybe were short on time. Oh, okay, that could be it too. And then they figured it's quicker to just have them take the guitar, come down, get beat up real quick, and then go to the back. Versus come down with the guitar, beat up Lashley a little bit, and then theoretically Lashley could take a shot to the with the guitar and still kick out. Yeah, that's true. From Elias. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's the best way to do it. Let him just win the match, let Elias win, but then let Lashley go over at the end. Sure. I mean... <clears throat> I was speaking to my friend, uh, text message during during this whole pay per view, and I'm just like, out of this match, this could have just been a no disqualification match or something like that. This did not need to take up like one of the ladder match spots. Yeah, you could have had the Bar versus the Usos versus the New Day in that slot in terms of a TLC. Oh my god! Imagine that they would have had they would put on a great match. They would have been match of the night. As they tend to do. Instead, they had a guitar ladder match. Yeah. It's very strange. It's very strange. For me, this is a very weak, like, opening for the kickoff to, to lead into it the main It took part. a little while, in my opinion, for the show to get going. Between these two matches and the kickoff, and then the opening match of the main card. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the main card. The main card opens with the... The main card opens with uh, R-Truth. And Carmella versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. The mixed match. The fabulous truth. The fabulous, fabulous truth, truth and uh, Mahalisha. Sure. Fired. They're both fired. Shanti. Shanti. Anyway, they're both fired. So, this is the finals of the mixed match challenge that has been going on Facebook Live or Facebook Watch, Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook Watch. Facebook TV. For like two and a half months, actually. Yeah. When they started the, the Mixed Match Challenge... It was before Comic-Con, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Febu- this is in February. Oh my god, god forbid. Oh god. Um, <laughs> September 8th or 18th or something like that. And I was like, this has been going on since September? <laughs> Who was watching? Dude! <laughs> Nobody. My, my thoughts exactly. I'm like... Nobody. Between injuries... You realize how many teams were changed between the, the yeah. start and finish? There were only like two or three, maybe I think three teams stayed the same the entire way through. Braun Strowman and Alicia and, uh, and, and Alexa Bliss, their team was completely injured. Yeah, they lost yeah. both of their people. Yeah, it ended as yeah. Ember Moon and um, Curtis Haw- Curtis Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, uh, you went from Braun and Bliss to Moon and Hawkins. How did you? I don't even. It was um. <laughs> my God. <laughs> What the heck? Kevin Owens is gone. Was was in this? Uh, he got hurt. Yeah, he was with uh or he team. quit. Yeah, he yeah. quit and then he came back he and then he got hurt. His, yeah, he quit, came back, got hurt. Team pause. With Natalia. Yes. And then she got Bobby. Roode. Bobby Roode. Yes. I don't know. So this whole it, it, tournament has been a mess. It's been a mess. It's been... It, first of all, it went out way too long, in my opinion. It's been a mess. I, I mean, we didn't know what was happening, so apparently... No, we knew what was happening. We just didn't care to cover it. It didn't matter. I mean, the stipulation was... 
it, it wasn't until good. they added the stipulation at the end, which they, they only, only added, added in the last what? few weeks. Four weeks ago? Not three even. Weeks ago? Uh, Probably like three, three weeks, weeks ago. ago, something like that. Yeah. But still, you're talking about two and a half months of this mixed match tag Watch challenge thing, going yeah. on. And, and I mean, we didn't watch it for sure. Mm-hmm. I would watch so the highlights the next day. I'm assuming day. enough people watched it for them to want to put this on the main card instead of the pre-show. Oh, no, I heard the ratings were awful. Then why was it on the main because card? Because of the stakes involved. You're talking about the number 30 pick uh, of yeah, the Royal Rumble. You're talking about Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander, and then Elias and Bobby Lashley with their guitar match. <laughs> this had to be on, especially with the number 30 spot for both respective Royal Rumbles being on the line, and a all-expense... Well, I don't understand why they did that. The all-expense paid vacation to anywhere in the world? That, that was just a joke. Can we not... I understand the joke. And it made sense. Anyway, it was... Can it, I just... Yeah, please continue. Because oh. I can rant about how it's <laughs> So, Fabulous Truth comes out, decked out. Uh, they're in uh, San Jose. They come out yeah. in San Jose Shark Colors. Yeah. Repping the... Repping the team for NHL San, San Jose Sharks. Yeah, XFL coming in. Archer was even wearing the, uh, the Sharks jersey. Sharks jersey like, number 15 uh, with the uh, truth on the back. I would, I would, love, like, I would love the uh, black. The, I, those are my favorite Sharks jersey. Yes. Though, the all black and teal. Um, Just have the all teal. <laughs> Wait, is it the Dolphins? No. Ding. They're more. That's, oh, they do have similar color schemes. No, because the Dolphins have orange. Simil- Dolphins they have also orange. have orange. I'm teal. talking about the teal. Oh, they got rid of the orange. I will slap. They got rid of. I'm sorry. They got rid of the orange. I'm sorry. They had. Did they not have the orange? Not for a while. The sharks used to have a little bit of orange on the striping. That was like four years ago. I'm sorry. I think it was a little longer than four years ago. God. I must witness Jeremy murder William on the podcast. Because <laughs> he watches hockey. Like hockey's his life. And sport jerseys and logos. I love. I for that stuff. So Bizzle, tell us what happened in this match. But we keep getting sidetracked. <laughs> Um, I mean, so Truth had a little botch segment in the middle of a match. Yeah, yeah, he did. And um, I mean, Truth's been at it for a while, so. I, I mean, mean, it was one of those things where like he grabs the someone's on the outside on the apron on the on mat, and he's on the inside, and he grabs the rope, and he's supposed to like swing like a pendulum. Sw- kick. Yeah, 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 pendulum. Thank you, pendulum kick. And he definitely, I don't know if the momentum was wrong or something, but. He hit the mat first, like he slid on the mat, and then oh, he had to like scoot to the kick. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and then they had to sell the kick. And I was like, oh, oh boy. First of all, Jinder Mahal doesn't know how to sell anything. Because <laughs> our truth hits him with that uh, corkscrew like heel kick. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. And instead of falling back, he falls forward. forward. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Jinder. Jinder loves the forward face bump. That's his favorite bump in the world. I'm <laughs> like, yo, you were Jinder. one of the longest reigning. Six months, right? WWE champions of the modern era right now. Of this year, at least. Of the last year. What are you doing? You can't, you can't bump right? No, we can't. We can't, we can't forget about the dance break. That was not just a, a standard seven-second seven dance, dance break. break. Seven seconds. Seven seconds. It was more than that. Because we had some Bollywood thrown in there. <laughs> By who, and it's the funny because they used body, there was a kid and play dance going on yeah and then they did the Bollywood stuff after that did they? they started with kid and play and then when one of the same brothers started doing it with R-Truth the other one started doing the the Bollywood um, oh, okay. stuff I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention to that and I thought that was great because they used to be the Bollywood boys 
before they became the Singh Brothers. In, uh... In NXT. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> that's cute, the Bollywood, yeah. And then they got thrown out the ring by, by R-Truth. I was like, there you go, that made us better. Well. But that was that. And Carmella ends up reversing a jackknife um, from Fox to a coat of silence. Pretty decent reversal, by the way. It was, it was a good yeah. transition. Yeah, yeah, It was a good transition. Um, she just, it was smooth. Like, it was jackknife turned coat of silence. I was like, oh... My, my like my issue with the, the um, Alicia Fox sell it a little bit. She's she's like can we just ship her back? She to- she tapped in like heartbeat. Always. Coda signs was in and within seconds before it was even like before Carmella grabbed her own foot. She was already. I was like, oh, okay. Can we just ship Alicia Fox off? Alicia's not going she's, anywhere. She's, she's been with them for too terrible. long. She's. She is. She I don't. Is by far I know always the worst. I know that you guys agreed on not being negative. <laughs> I know you guys agreed on it. She's awful. She's not man. good. She's not good. She's terrible. She's Charles not. She is by far she's constantly, consistently, constantly and consistently the worst part of whatever match she's in. This is true, and it drives me absolutely insane that they're still putting her on the pay per views. I would even argue that Dana Brooke is better than she is, and she's a boss machine herself. But, but we're moving on. Fabulous truth wins. And of course, they get their uh, yeah, all expenses paid vacation to, to where? where? Antarctica. No, 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 no. That's Antarctica. No, 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 no. Rome. Nope. Australia. No, they went there a couple months ago. Cancun, Mexico. No. Japan. Yo soy Cancun. Um. Um. Oh. Oh. France. France. Republica Dominicana. No, oh, not let's think somewhere in the states. You can have a nice time in New York and in, in U.S. Miami. Ooh, my, I, I'd love to go to Miami. Miami live. Miami. Miami living. No, you know where they choose? WWE headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. That's the place. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going front. Carmelo was extremely disappointed. <laughs> I said this to you guys off the air. For what, at this point, in terms of comedy, truth can do no wrong. The minute, the, the minute Truth said, WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. I just started laughing. I was like, yo, this dude is a mother. He's a mother. He's, he's a fool. He is a fool. He's a fool of all fools. And he's a fool who's a fool. He's a mother-loving fool. fool. He is a mother-loving fool. I absolutely love our truth and everything that he does. And this. You know me. I'm not I'm not for the whole jokey, jokey, yeah. joke, joke. But I laughed a little comedic. bit. I was yeah. like, oh. I think just the, just the defeat in Carmella's fight. <laughs> she was uh, frozen places, for solid yeah, was this. seconds. I love how like they, they mentioned, they specifically said, oh, you had to submit you know, where you wanted to go before the match. And Carmella's like, wait a minute. said, what? He's like, oh, I got it. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be great. And then he said And I that. almost like, I, I like, I was like, yo, this guy picked Antarctica. Like, something, he picked right? some like, mad, obscure, <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to Anchorage, Alaska. Like, no. Nah. I'm Even sure. worse. I thought he was going to say something like San Jose or oh. something. Something like lame, but... Because they were there already? Yeah, yeah, right. Something dumb, but something like in the realm of dumb. This is a whole different level. We said we go to WWE I would headquarters. love to see a skit where they're going taking a tour. Oh, they the have building. to do it. They have to do it. They have to do that. They have to do that. Don't be cold. And see Carmelo all miserable and pouty just like... <laughs> while they're doing a tour of the headquarters. Uh, they have to do that. But we're moving on to the... WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship. The Bar, the current champions, versus the New Day, who are all inmates 
at the Uso Penitentiary. Whatever. Usos? My, opi- my opinion? Good match. I thought it was a good match, too. Very good. Not, not very good, but a good match. I was debating. I was like, this is great? No. This is very good? Uh, no. But this is, definitely, this is definitely like high-end good. Yes. I love whenever they have the stru- this type of structure for the tag team match, where it was uh, two and two and two, and then only one... You know what? Team in. I'm on oh, the opposite that. side. I don't like that. Well, you like a tornado kind of. Yeah, if, like if you have three teams, have one representative from each team in the ring at each time. I think as I, a triple threat, make it a triple threat. I agree with you simply because the Usos didn't really get much ring time. Exactly. It was, it was basically a New Day bar match featuring the Usos. Right. And I'm like, and I get that okay. this structure kind of creates some tension and. It, Creates a little bit more like a lot of sneak tags, right? And right. Oh, he didn't realize who tag. Oh, he didn't like. I get it. It does a lot of that, but I don't know. I prefer more traditional triple threat tag match where you have three guys in the ring and three guys outside the ring, and mm-hmm. you all tag whoever you can tag. Mm-hmm. I'm also a big fan of elimination matches, and I feel like this type so of match works very well with elimination style stuff. So if they had changed it around, maybe it would have been a different story, but. My elimination matches are done very seldom, and they're they like they're usually brought they, out for special occasions. They really like Survivor Series, pretty right. much. M- my issue with uh, elimination matches is that they tend to run a little long. Generally, yes. And they're but usually I like predictable. The, like yeah. the first one, the first team gets eliminated like this, and then it becomes a matter of like, okay, that either they're going to be them or it's going to be them. Right? I mean, I like an old school elimination match where it's like if your partner's eliminated, just your partner's eliminated. Oh, not right. the whole team. And then you just not the whole team. Uh huh. And then you just continue from there. So it's like, oh, it's a two-on-two-on-one. Two on that's one generally now. how I think. But then you yeah, get the so lengthy matches. That's that what I'm saying. That, that, yeah. That's when it tends to go, you know, yeah. that 15-minute mark where yeah. you're cutting into other matches. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a good match. I, I, I like the pace of the match. I, I did I did too. I like the pace of the match. What I didn't like was the ending. Because um, it was very abrupt. Like, everyone was outside the ring. Well, uh, not Xavier. It was uh, Kobe Kingston did the, the, the uh, trust fall. And I remember during the replay of it, Corey Graves, is, he's like, you're looking at it in slow motion and it looks almost peaceful. Yeah. He's just, he's just, uh, <laughs> he just drops into them. And for me, I was, I was a little upset because I did pick the Usos to win, but I was okay with the way the match ended. I didn't. It just came to out of nowhere for me. Everyone was on the outside except for Sheamus. And yeah. then Xavier like takes a step in, bro kick one two three. I was like, oh, we, well we he just, did that like sort of end it real quick, sort of like slingshot that? into the what does he do like a, a DDT or something? Yeah, like that, right, a tornado yeah. DDT. Right. So for me, I felt like that that like worked into the the bro kick to the. I mean, in terms of like that into that, yeah, it's a cool looking spot. But in terms of where and how it ended in the in the grand scheme of the match itself, to me, just felt super just quick out of nowhere, very just like. We're in the middle of this high pitch. Oh, it's over now. Okay, cool. Mm. What do you think it should have ended when um, the Usos no hit the super kick and then, or it was like Kofi Kingston hit the Trouble in Paradise to the elbow or whatever, and they could have threw him out and, and won there. I don't know. I just wanted some build. There was no build to the finish, in my opinion. I I liked the finish because it was so abrupt. It was like, all right, boom, like. I didn't like it, but you like it, and that's fine. Although I did enjoy the Usos having their super kick party. That was nice. I'm actually, I'm actually surprised that they didn't say Super Kick party. party. As as petty as WWE is, I don't know if they're that petty. I don't know, man. And besides, if they're trying to get the books, 
That's not a good way to get the Bucks. Yeah, they sent them a cease and desist yeah, like a year, a year ago. ago. Yeah. That doesn't make a difference. I'm petty. Right. Like, I'm Tom Petty. I. So you're dead? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. But, okay, but it's different if WWE's petty versus the Young Bucks are being petty. Mm. Because remember, the Young Bucks are in the scheme of, 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 of how this works. They're the employees of the employers. If they're trying to get paid, you can overlook some petty to go get paid. Mm, but they're already getting paid. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that's a, listen, that's a whole different... Can we, we can talk about the elite this? and we can do this all day. Wait, are we talking about Final Battle right now? No. Damn. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. Sheamus hits uh, Xavier Woods with the bro kick after the transition from the springboard DDT. Uh, The bar go over. One, two, three. Still champions. No title changes thus far. Yeah, I'm fine. After that, we had the scheduled... TLC match between Braun and Baron. Now, during the... Do you the word TLC very loosely I, I said scheduled. Was this TLC? It was supposed to be a TLC match. Or season. So, hold on, hold on. So, before, during the pre-show, they had a backstage segment with Baron Corbin, Heath Slater, and I forget... JoJo. The, was it JoJo? Yes. Yes, because he was making JoJo practice saying... The winner and the new general, permanent general manager of Raw, Baron Cornball. That's dumb. So he was saying, so Baron was saying that when they go to the ring, they're going to ring the bell, and then Braun has a 10 count to make it to the ring. If he doesn't arrive to the ring by the end of the 10 count, then he forfeits, and Baron wins. Mm-hmm. So he slaters in the ring, Baron Corbin comes out, Baron Corbin says his whatever nonsense. They ring the bell, they start counting to ten. When they get to maybe six, something like that, Braun's music hits, Braun comes out with his arm in a sling. Comes down to the ring. Wrapped up. And yeah, wrapped up, wrapped up and in a sling. He comes down to the ring, and he grabs a mic, and he goes, something that you forgot, Baron Corbin, is that a TLC match is no disqualification. So that means, if I wanted to have some guys come out and help me, it's completely legal. It's all perfect. So he's saying something. So Baron's spouting off something. And all of a sudden, out from the crowd comes Apollo Crews now, holding a chair. Please, let me interrupt you real quick. By all means. I don't remember them really screwing over Apollo Crews. I think there was a match like four weeks ago. Yeah, it was weeks ago. And Apollo got screwed, and Apollo said something like he he stood up to Baron Corbin about how like he's like the way that Raw's being run, something like that. I, I remember Finn. It was I very was the first first one. I remember Glorious crushed. Gable, Elias, yeah. but I don't remember Apollo Cruz. So it was a little weird for me to like. I think didn't he actually also interfere in a match recently to help someone against Balor? Maybe who knows? Maybe I don't recall. But he's he's involved in this. Okay. But so he comes out and okay, so let me rewind. At first, when as soon as Baron says that, so I'm taking notes while I'm watching the whole pay per view, right? Of course. So Baron says, I mean, so Braun goes, "Oh, I can have someone come and help me out." As soon as he said that, I start typing in the notes. Kurt Angle returns, blah blah blah, blah because that's you know two plus and two equals four minus one next three quick maths. Stab on him. So then. I see Apollo come out, and I go, okay. I delete what I write. I go, Apollo Cruz <laughs> comes out with chair. Okay. 
Then they, they he's gonna go out from like where the announce table's at. Nope. There's a glorious gable with chairs. I go, Why? Okay, fine. And at this point I go, okay. Apollo's not on the show. Glorious Gable's not on the show. Fine. They're these are all faces. Baron's Baron. Fine. Then they go to like hard cam side. And there's Finn Balor with the chair. Who I thought was going to be Elias. Mm. Elias had a match already. Doesn't make a difference. Well, obviously it doesn't make a difference. But that's why I think of Elias. Mm. I think of Elias because after seeing the first two, I was like, okay, it's going to be someone who's not on the card who has some sort of beef with him. Yeah, but Finn was on the card. Right, which is why I was confused by seeing Finn Balor. Mm. I was like, oh, Finn. Who do you think it was going to be? I didn't know. I had run out of people. Mm-hmm. I, I legit had no idea who else it could be. I was like, who's going to be the third? My thing is, like, if they didn't pan and Finn Balor wasn't there, I I would have liked for Apollo to throw the chair to Heath Slater because, you know, he's been messing him over for the last, what you call it? Well, he, he does get involved in the capacity. So, after you see Finn, uh, I believe at this point, they all get into the ring. And they're surrounding Baron Corbin. And then Heath Slater takes his ref shirt off. And he punches Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin hits the, the mat. They hit him. They all give him a couple shots. He ducks out of the ring. He's going up the ramp. And as soon as he starts going up the ramp, the fans start chanting, we want angle, we want angle, we want angle. I just go, that'd be a good time to do it. I was like, oh, there you go. There's Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle comes out. He's got a chair. They all start wrecking Baron Corbin. They put him back in the ring. They start wrecking him with chairs. I think they they do the neck breaker to the moonsault. So they all do their finishers. Nah. That's the Groys Gables moonsault. uh, No, no, no. But isn't um, Apollo Crews' move like the standing... Oh, yeah. What did he do? Standing shooting. He did a frog splash. He does that too. Does he? That's his finisher? That's one of his finishers. Remember, Apollo Crews doesn't really have his, his character defined yet. So he's tried different... Finishers. He's one with the standing. Uh, he kind of do that star. like sort of low down frog he's, splash that uh, yeah. Leo Rush is, who looks beautiful. Oh, is there a better? Is there a better five? I mean, is there a better frog splash right now than Leo Rush's? Right now. No. Right now, no. And it's pretty, son. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can see that. So they all get in there. Their their finishers, angle slam, the neckbreaker moonsault, frog splash. Heat Slater. And then Heat Slater puts his he. He struggles to put the uniform not yet, shirt back not yet, on. Not yet, not yet, not yet. They hit the angle slam. Yeah. Coup de gras. Coup de gras, you're right, I'm sorry. Coup de gras. And then he's struggling to put the shirt back on. And they're like helping, they're him. helping him put it on. And then Braun just puts his foot on top of Baron. And he counts one, two, three. Match is over. Braun wins. And I love how they don't—they didn't announce it as the, the winner, winner the is the, Braun. They go, the, the loser the, of the match is Baron Corbin. And thus, he is stripped of all authority. On Monday Night Raw. This match was dumb. This match was silly. So wait. This match was hardly a match. Let me just But I thought it was fun and I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie. It was needed. It looks cute. It was I liked it. This was supposed to be a TLC match. And they ended it with a pinball? TLC match ends with a pinball. Oh no, no, that's No, no, some some of them do. Yeah, we had this conversation the other day, didn't we? We had this last week. Then the TL they reneged on their guitar match. Like <laughs> that's true. They don't know what they're doing. Remember, WWE Ever. books via convenience, and this was a convenience. Well, this what are they true. gonna do? Go up there for a, a contract? Yeah. You'd have to have two different contracts up there 
for two different stipulations for Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman. It gets messy. Put them Pin, all in one, two, one three, briefcase boom. and you doesn't rip matter. off one and doesn't matter. sign the other. Doesn't yeah. matter. Hardly matters. Sure. What was needed was done. And that's it. And that's all. And bitty, bitty, bitty. That's all, folks. Whoop. There it is. is. So now we got Vince coming out on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. I'm, he's going to address this, I'm sure. Uh, Baron is no longer any sort of authoritarian figure. I'm sure Alexa Bliss is going to be an MGM tomorrow. And then... Oh. Uh, or, What's I your... mean, didn't Kurt Angle want to come back like as a wrestler? Yeah, so he's going to come back and face Baron Corbin at Royal Rumble. Or, hear me out, hearing the Eater of Worlds, the new GM. Ooh! I'll do you one better. Raw becomes broken! Ah, the broken palace. I like it. Mm, yeah. Interesting. I don't know if we'll see that. Matt you know Hardy as the GM? How great would that be? That would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, before we get a cease and desist, please. Right? Um, do you want to take your girl so that way I can get the next one? Do you know what? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> can I Can I just say for, so- for everybody? Yes. Uh, Mr. Thrill, the Poetarian candidate, the... Yeah. Poetarian candidate? Sure, he, whatever. Sure, he can't write poems, so I don't know. Shut your face hole. Yes. The Thrill himself. Yeah. Wrote so many notes for this <laughs> one match. Now... Yeah, this is the most notes I wrote for any match. Usually, usually we joke about bathroom matches and this and that and whatever, but this was legit my bathroom match. Like, I, I took a shower for this, and I'm, I'm looking back at his notes, and I'm like... You didn't go to just poop, though. You went and took a whole shower. No, but I didn't poop. I just took a shower, and I'm just like... Yo, what, did this match go, like, 50 minutes? What's going on here? And I was like, oh, it's Heidi Lovelace. <laughs> I officially hate y'all both, just so y'all know. Why? What do we do? It's not even like that. You know, as a matter of fact, I was going you just you said to yourself, "This is this." Is, it wasn't a uh, it was a a decent match. Yeah, it was fine. You didn't need to put all those notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, the first note is all, all in all. What is the first note, Matt? All in all, pretty decent match. No, that's that's okay. He wrote that <laughs> for most of them. You didn't need to put. Both Natalia and Ruby avoid going through a table. But they did. <laughs> Dude, that is the you point don't say. of the match. No, th- I was on a very specific spot. Okay, so I was eating dinner while I was watching this match. So I couldn't. I wasn't taking notes during the match. You know? Well, really? So could you? All of this was from recollection. So I was this is from his third arm. Oh my <laughs> god! I, when I finished eating, I went back and I started taking notes of this match during the next match. So this was all pretty much coming out. As I remembered it. It's like a Ponciano hard-on right here with Hugo and Natalia oh, yeah. and you and Romy Ruby Riot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, tell me I'm wrong. Yo, whatever, bro. Were you on the phone with your brother the whole time? I too? was not. No, I, I didn't even talk to, I talked to my brother once during this thing, and it was on the during the um something match. Y'all were busy it doing after the, it was after the, after the, the Ronda and Nia Jax match. Anyway. Do you want me to cover this match? Sure, go ahead. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a pretty decent match. Uh, so I took a lot of notes because I think a lot happened in the short time that this match took place. So it was a tables match. So you had the Rupert, the Riot Squad came out, 
and they had the table with Jim, the Animal Nightheart on it, which Ruby showed at last week's Raw? Yeah. yeah. The Go Home Show. <clears throat> the Go Home Show. So you have... There's a couple stories going on here. You have Ruby versus Natalia being disrespectful about Jim dying. You have the three-on-one Ride Squad versus Natalia. So you have those two main stories going on. And we all agree that Natalia was going to win. We thought that was the only way for this to actually make sense. And... Right, to end this feud and make this all make sense. And so it's like, how are they going to eliminate the Riot Squad from this equation so that Natalia can win? She has to put them to a table. Exactly. So she does. She puts them both to their tables. The first one, they set up a table, like, in front of the announce table, tables, and Ruby's on the apron, and Natalia goes to, like, hit her to knock her into the table, but Liv Morgan flies into the frame and, like, pushes her away, so she goes through the table, so there goes Liv Morgan. And... So I'll mention that part later. So then they set up another table on the hard cam side, and Liv Morgan and uh, Sarah Logan tries to interfere, and she eats a power slam or a scoop slam. What I think it was a scoop slam through the table. You mean you didn't write it down in your notes? Anyway, so at this point, both Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan become like '90s video game enemies, and they're dead. Where they just disappeared. Like, you never watched, you played like the old Turtles in Time? They just, they're slowly walking to the yeah, back. They, no, they just, <laughs> they just integrate. Yeah, they just fade away. Like, you hit them and they just. Dano snaps, they're gone. That's it. I, they went through the table each and then I never saw them again. I was like, we're not, t- not ringside, not by the tables, no medical. No, they're just gone. The tables are still there. In, in Broken, rest- but no Liv, no Sarah, just gone. I think it was WrestleMania 18. Someone went over the rope in Royal Rumble. They'd have to walk all the way to the back. You'd see their animation in the back just disappear. Well, yeah. That makes I think sense. that was most of the actual yeah, matches. But yeah. Duh. No, what was interesting was this crowd was very much behind Italia. I can't remember the last time I legitimately audibly heard anyone chanting for Natalia. And this crowd, San Jose, apparently they're all Natalia fans because they were all about Natty, Natty, Natty. I was like, really? Total Divas, guys. Like, Come y'all, y'all know who she is? That's y'all know Total Divas. We've seen how the power of that in evolution. Come on. Yeah, you're right. Get it together. Uh, Natalia, at some point, like, mad loud, trash talking. She's like, you want to disrespect my family? Beep. Beep. And I was, at first, the first time she did it, I was like, Okay, girl. All right. And then she did it like two more times. I was like, all right. No, that, no it's just cheesy. It's enough. And she did the it's same as, oh, you want to destroy my family? Like, you just you just said that. I don't need you to say it again. We got it. She's like, really she's got to hold in the point yeah. home, Natty. Yeah, exactly. Like, the first time was cool. The second two times, nah, I'm good. She's right. got to cl- hold in her curses for the year for this match. <coughs> so the, okay. the, the spot you that I was, me. that you guys were kind of making fun of me for so she brings in, uh, Ruby brings in the, the Jimmy Anvil Nightheart table into the ring. And she sets it up in the corner, like, um, in a diagonal position. Yes. So she first tries to put Natalia through that, and she stops herself. And then she tries to put Ruby through it, and she stops herself. That's the spot that I'm referring to, because it's specific to that spot, mm-hmm. to that table. Then uh, Natalia puts Ruby in the sharpshooter. She grabs a table from the bottom and, like, it takes a lot of forearm strength, by the way, to take to be at the bottom of a table and kind of just like angle it that angle way. It yeah. Hits Natalia with it. At some point, Natalia. This is when the match gets really cheesy to me. Natalia goes and grabs from under the ring a second table. This one has Ruby Riot on it. I was like, oh, okay. And then she pulls out Jim the Anvil Nightheart's jacket and puts it on mid match. I'm just like, 
crank up the cheese. They go back to the ring, short like exchange, whatever. They up on the top rope. Super Hurricane Runner reverses to a power bomb. Ruby goes through the table. Natalia wins, and then Natalia puts the sunglasses on. I'm just like, I'm over this match. <laughs> I was I was totally into it. I was like, yeah, this is a pretty good match. All right, not bad. This is decent. Go ahead. Yeah. And then it got real cheesy real quick. And I was like, yeah, I'm, this no. Thanks. Thanks for running that. And that was the end of the night. And that was that. Again, it was a decent match. You had two technical wrestlers who put on a, a decent match with it with the stipulation that I don't think that we... I don't think of tables matches when I think of Italia and vice versa. Hmm. Was, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking over the card and I'm, for as much as we praise SmackDown over Raw, um, Raw generally has had most of the matches for the night. Yeah, I think it was like 7 to 5. Sound like that. But that's not surprising. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, but yeah, the, the following match was Balor and McIntyre. Um, I actually really enjoyed this match. I thought uh, the pacing was well well done um, for the most part. But it's standard big guy versus little, little David, man. David Goliath, we like mm, to call that. Sure. Biz. In the biz. Yep, that's what it's called. <laughs> anyway. Um, he was the biz. But, um, yeah, boy. I have doubles in my... Okay, it's not anyway. Fun. Anyway. Um, 95. The match wraps well, with... <laughs> uh, match starts to wrap with Ziggler coming from the crowd, super kicking Drew. Um, he just drops when the ref isn't paying attention. Um, yeah, I was, was in the shower still during this match. My this man thinks it's a seven-hour shower. My lady was <laughs> sitting there. When I get out, and she's screaming, she like, oh I, so she turns around, huge smile on her face. I look at the screen, and Finn Balor is sitting on the the ramp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh no, Finn Balor won!" <laughs> <laughs> and um, Thrill said this earlier uh, in the predictions videos, like. Drew losing doesn't hurt his stock. Yeah. Finn needs to win this match. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. And you still went against Finn. You went with Bizzle. But I'm going with, no, Bizzle went with me. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's been my guy for like the last three months, two months, something like that. So Rightfully so. I'm going to, and I'm going to continue riding with him until WrestleMania. And my airplane will go down to burning heap of fire. that's it. (laughs) Right you might be able to catch him winning at the Rumble. We'll see. I, I know that's still your him winning at the Rumble. Okay. That's your boy. But yeah, it went well. I I, I like the match. I like seeing fun. them, you know, um, do their thing. Balor went over clean, which is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Clean, but not clean. Clean Jace. Yeah, exactly. Clean Jace. Right. It wasn't clean clean because Ziggler was in... So Ziggler threw the chair in, mm-hmm. but it wasn't behind... It, it, no, Ziggler did not throw the chair in. Ziggler introduced the chair. Right. But then Drew took the Drew beat Ziggler in the outside. Right. Took the chair from him and brought the chair into the ring. Right. So Drew brought the chair into the ring. The ref tried to stop him. Tried to tell him not to, to, to he's like, Oh, get rid of the chair, stop. get rid of the chair. Yeah. And then he turned around and was like, This chair belongs near my face. Put it near his <laughs> face and the shotgun drop kick from Finn Balor. Mm. Which led to the coup de Gracie. Whatever. Call it. So it was clean-ish. It was clean-ish. 
Finn wins. So it, was, the it was the dust that finished, baby. Speaking of breezing through, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio in their chairs match. This was my bathroom match. I wish this was my bathroom match. This is my I'm on a bus match. I'll see you later. I told you during the predictions episode this was going to be my bathroom match. I knew this was going to be a complete waste of my time. I, Mysterio wins victory roll off of a chair. That's it. <laughs> Essentially. That's it. I will say this much. They did make use out of their stipulation. They said it was a chair match and there, there was did chairs going chairs on. everywhere. It was chairs, 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 chairs. So I give them that much. Yeah. But other than that, I like Rey Mysterio did his spot sliding out of the ring with yeah. the chair underneath him, which was cool the first fourteen times. But it's starting to get a little old. That's uh, gonna be one of his things, man. Let yeah. him stale. Let him ride it till um. This match whatever. was wiggity 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 wiggity. Of course it was. This is like the fifteenth time we've seen it in the past like three weeks. Well, that's fine. It's over. Let's move on to the Royal Championship, Championship match. Yes. Um, I mean. Not much to be said here. Ronda. So, they were doing the high package, and the scene where this was on the card made me go, oh no, Nia's going to win. Because <laughs> this was the, what, one, two, three, four, fourth to last match. Mm-hmm. So this isn't even touching the main event. It was like the co-co-co main event. <laughs> I was like, this does not bode well for Ronda Rousey. <laughs> like, as Triple H would say, uh, main event match. But, because if, Triple H. if you're, if, you're WWE, and you want Ronda to lose a title. You want to bury that. You're not going to lead that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, they might... They going to do that? Nah, they not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They going to do that? And then they, like during the hype pack, I was like, yo, I got this feeling she's going to lose. And at that time, Jeremy gets to my house so we can make our way over here. And I get in the car with him. I'm like, yo, I don't want to say it, but I have a feeling that that night is going to win. And I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for my prediction's sake... I'm happy I was wrong, because Ronda won with the flying armbar, mm-hmm. which was impressive, by the way, considering how big Nia Jax is. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty smooth flying armbar too. Pretty good transition. Yeah. So she won with the flying armbar, which she like looks looked at Tamina and was like, "This is for you" or something like that. Which doesn't make any sense, in my I, opinion. I don't know. But Ronda gets Nia to top, and uh, this is not the last we see of. Ronda Rousey. Or Nia Jax. Dot, well, dot, dot. well, after the match, mm-hmm. I don't remember the, the woman's name, but she's trying to interview... Charlie Caruso? Sure. She's trying to interview Nia, and Nia just walks right by her. And who does she get stopped by? Bay the man. Lynch. The man. Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. That's Bay. And she goes, remember when you broke me face? <laughs> <laughs> And she clocks her. Clocks her. Clocks her. And she sold it really well. Yeah. yeah. It looked stiff. She dropped her. And Nia Jax kicked her a couple times. And Tamina, like, where were you? Where were you at? And Tamina comes running mad after the fact. What happened? Well, of course. Full full section. (laughs) (laughs) Becky dropped her and was like, keep your name out my mouth. Keep keep your name out your mouth. That's what she said. That's the, that's the yeah. thing. I can't do that. Send me your address. Send me your address. Send me your address. And, uh... Defend walks away. House Lynch. No. <laughs> Challenge me. House Jax. <laughs> Shout out to Terrence. Who <laughs> would never listen to this in a million years. No, he wouldn't. Someone's gonna make a sound bite and just like, boom. To Terrence you go. I guess. But. So in the next match after that. Shades. That's your boy. 
That's your homies. That's your mans. The one phenomenal. A what? The one phenomenal. Yeah, the one. Say it properly. The phenomenal, the phenomenal one. Yeah, I was going out with a Yoda thing, but yes, not you know Padawan braid and whatnot, but. You can't read You're not there the lines. yet. This dude is like, yo, one gimmick at a time, homie. <laughs> Schizo, everything changes throughout the week. <laughs> it's been the same night. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, champion, WWE champion, versus the phenomenal one. The champ that runs the camp, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. A.J. Stop. I'll be waiting on that for man long. I know. I, I I saw you doing it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. So I'm trying to see a Gotta stretch it out. Oh, I'm sweating already. It's hot. It's hot. Her. I think this is probably their best match that they put on. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. I fair agree. Say that they put their their best sure. match on. Um, when? What's some time? They gave him time. Twenty minutes. Uh, DB was really working uh, AJ's ribs, and AJ again working Daniel Ooh. Bryan's the new Daniel Bryan's leg. We twenty four. Twenty-four minutes. Is that probably the longest match of the night? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a very methodical match, for the most part. Pretty. Um. They they told the story. Mhm. They told it well. Is this match of the night? Only, mm. only time will tell. Ah, uh, we'll see. I mean, it's it's either this, the main event, the next match, or the tech. I said the main event. <laughs> Definitely not the next match. <laughs> the next match was getting booed up the building. Mm. Yeah, it's either this, the, the main event, or the tag match. The SmackDown tag match. Yeah. I'm going to go with the main event. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. The one thing that I did appreciate about this match is the ending. And if you guys have been listening to the last 16 episodes, 17 episodes... Plus pay-per-views. Plus pay-per-views, plus recaps and reviews and this and that and the who's it's and the what's it's you we know did, I'm a stickler we did a what's it's episode not yet oh okay soon wait did we do a who's it's episode yet soon. yes we did what oh okay I was must have been that week that I wasn't here that makes sense I am a stickler <laughs> for finishes if a finish uh, the match could be five star and if the finish is poop <laughs> then it will drop to a two and a half to a three to yeah, my yeah. opinion that's, that's I have a very, very tough grading system. Mm. For me, ending of the match, pretty good. Pretty safe. Makes sense. Daniel inside Bryan, cradle to inside well, cradle. Well, AJ hit the inside cradle. Uh, the new Daniel Bryan reverses it to a inside cradle himself. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Both guys come out looking strong. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this ending. I mean, I'm not sure that AJ comes out looking strong, but he doesn't come out looking weak. Right. He uh he had quite a surprised look on his face coming out. He was like, "Whoa!" Where did and it makes sense because it's like because he had him on the inside cradle and then he did a it. tiny little move this way and all of a sudden he's lost. He's like, "What? No, no! <laughs> it was mine!" And it makes sense. It makes total sense. I mean, the match was fine. Yeah. There was nothing of note. Like nothing really stood out to me in this match, but it was a good match. It was the best one they've had so far, and I think this is gonna close the chapter. So now we see what happens. Um. Setting on, up on, on the Tuesday. Rumble on Tuesday. Soon. And then thus begins the road to WrestleMania soon. We have, what, four weeks before the road to WrestleMania begins? WrestleMania is less than four months away. I know, but Royal Rumble is the official road I to know, WrestleMania. But soon. Anyway, 
Next match. You got like two weeks of Wrestle Kingdom. I'm hyped. I'm sorry. That's that's a true hype moment. Right. But next match. Oh boy. It's my boys. Seth Rollins defending Intercontinental Champion versus Dean Ambrose. The The germaphobe who everyone thinks everyone smells apparently. Stinky boys. Anyway, so they do the little video package and then they come out. Um Yeah. They they get booed. That was they, the they don't get booed, but they got the this they is boring chance. This, this boring is a boring chance, which is just as bad as getting booed. Damning. I mean, there are worse matches that have been put this on. This is probably the worst match of the night, man. This is probably the worst match they've had in a while. You know what's crazy? Seth Rollins n- almost has never has a bad never match. had a bad match. Had, in fact, he's had match of the night multiple times in the past couple weeks. Absolutely. In the past couple of shows. And for this to go down the way it is with the chemistry that they're supposed to have, having known each other for as long as they have and worked with each other, it's um, surprising. In terms of like technicality, this was by far not the worst match of the night. In terms of entertainment, in terms of caring, in terms of investment, easily the worst match of the night. I, this or Randy Orton versus um, Rey Mysterio. I don't know which match I cared for less. At least the Rey Nero and Rey Mysterio match I was like, oh, okay, stuff with the chairs. This match was just, man, it just it just happened. As, as far as I'm concerned, it just existed. It existed, and it existed, and then it and then they got booed, and then it didn't exist anymore. Uh, uh, in my opinion, I think we can go straight to the final, and then main event it for us because for me, I told you that so we were sitting here watching. And I'm like, man, this match this match is boring. And then and then the, this is boring. Chance, and this right? is the boring chance because they're, they're all shade fans. They heard you telepathically. On this match, it's right. 23 minutes, bro. 23 minutes? On the dot. Of pure boredom? Pure boredom. That's what they started chanting, this is boring. Because after I the first 17 minutes, they were like, yo, is something going to happen or no? I think it just got dull after like the later half. I don't know. I always give, I feel like I give the leeway to the beginning of the match. Because especially when they're... It's not how you start a ground finish. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, there was something missing in this match. I don't know if it was the chemistry... I don't know if maybe they didn't come out the way I thought they should have, considering the heat of the whole Shield breakup and Roman stuff. Right. It, they just started the match like it was like a regular wrestling match. I don't know if it, it was just I don't know what it was. They, but they it was are, missing. Something didn't click. So, yeah. So you, you stated this off air while we're watching it, like you know, these two guys who are who are supposed to be close friends have zero chemistry, and I'm like they haven't really wrestled against each other. The last time Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins were even in against each other, Dean Ambrose cashed in Money in the Bank to win the WWE Championship. Yeah. So I mean, and the last time they were in a program together was when Seth first turned on, on the Shield, and so that was what, five years ago? Who knows? Maybe four, four or five years, years ago. ago for sure. Yeah. So they haven't mm. had a program together in that long. I guess it makes sense that their yeah. chemistry isn't there. But I don't know. Maybe, I it's just kind of like weird. And yeah, then, I don't even remember them wrestling. Like I don't remember them having a match. I know they've like I I wasn't watching at the time, but I know there's been mention of the two of them having had matches and history and stuff like that, which makes sense because he turned on them and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I just feel again I don't know how close they are in real life, but I feel like so let's say we're the pseudo shield. Shut up. Um, 
believe. Shut, shut. No, no, no. We're not doing this. No, no, no. No, no. We have to. No, we have to. No, because I know exactly where you guys are going to put me, and I hate you all. So no. Who's who? No, we're not doing this. Who's who? We're not doing this. Come on. No. Come on, we have to. No. You brought it up. No. You got to. No. Yeah, we do. We're going to do this. No. And you know what's worse? Is that now all three people who listen to this are all going to say the same exact thing. I'm going to get a piece of paper and pen, and we're going to write down who we think is who. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So, I feel like if the three of us had to have a real-life professional wrestling match, just by virtue of us being as close as we are, we would have more chemistry than these two appear to have tonight. Not necessarily. You don't think so? You don't think that having real-life chemistry outside would translate inside? No, it would translate, but you also got to remember... Becky Lynch and Charlotte are friends, and their matches usually are clunky. It wasn't an evolution. But before that, it was. Yes. Fair. But they also didn't work a lot against each other also, for years. Also, just because you're friends, if you don't have ring chemistry, it means you guys don't go at it over and over again. That's fair, You yes. can't build chemistry. That's fair, I suppose. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that these are two... Are you Dean Ambrose? <laughs> I'm not doing this. You you have to. I'm not doing this. Listen, I put my notes down. Who do you think we are, Bizzle? Oh my god. You want to put I yours? Already, I already no, know. Vote? Who do you think? I already know. Seth. What? I'll take that. Dean. Rome. Is that is that the way you you thought it? Did you think that was gonna yeah, go? That we move on now. No no no. You gotta finish this. We have the main event, right? We gotta, we see, we gotta, gotta see this through for the fans. What fans? For for the Lou's, the Vasilios, oh, the oh, Hugo's, I'm sorry, the Parascos, the Joey's, the Joey's, the Rays, oh. Joey. They need to know who do you, who, do you th- who who is who. Who do you think is who? I know who you are all gonna say is who. I know who everyone listening to this is gonna say is who. So let me know. Internet people, tell us who you think is who. Which Shield member are you, William? I'm not saying it. William, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. R. I'm not saying. No, it. A. Yeah, I was saying. You got my middle name guy. I'm not saying. A it. little inebriated. <laughs> I'm a little inebriated. What? I don't know. I make weird Can accents. We no, 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 Mr. Thrill. I will. I'm waste, not doing this. I will. I will. Continue. We're gonna have to cut half of this out. <laughs> I know, right? You know, it's a good thing Jeremy's. Are you, can you? You gonna be good to edit, bro? Yeah, I'm fine, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, man. Are you Roman? Am I Roman? I am not. You know what? I'm Renee. How about who, that? Jeremy, who, who do you think is who? If you're Renee, that makes me Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so Bizzle thinks I'm Seth, he's Dean, and you're Roman. Is there any other way? I I thought I was Roman, you were Seth, and he was Dean. But... You're I'll so take, full of it. I'll take Seth. You're I'm, so full of it. So I just because when we were playing game. Xbox and we were playing, what was it Ghost the Recon Wildlands? What is it? What you say? Rolling Reigns, looking as murder. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> That's what was the main event. I, I finally hate, got it out of it. It took I like you three both. minutes, but I it. hate both of you so endlessly. The main event was the triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The defending champion Becky Lynch versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. In a TLC match. The only legit TLC match. The only actual legit, TLC match. The first women's TLC match. 
Um, first triple threat women's TLC match as well. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of first going on here. Oh yeah. And they gave this match about 25 minutes. And it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was good for what these three women can do, for what these three women did, for the stipulation of the match, for everything. I thought this was a good match. Uh, My thing that I love the best is that the three of them definitely were backstage and they said, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. No one hold anything back. If you're going to take a swing, take a swing. If you're going to take a chop, take a chop. Whatever we do, let's go out there and do it. Let's sell it. And let's sell it. And I think that's my thing. Like, when you and I, or the three of us, or whoever, whenever we talk about, like, the state of women's wrestling in the WWE, that's kind of, like, I look at women like these three, who clearly go out there, and they want to be treated and taken considered, and and they want to be just like the guys. And what did Becky Lynch say earlier? She was like, oh, uh, when was the last time a woman main-evented, you know, any pay-per-view? When was the last time... A SmackDown champion main evented any show. I mean, she was she was dropping some truth bombs out yeah. there. That was like, man, Becky, you you're not wrong. This main event may have felt like the first main event, like main event match that we've had in the WWE at least all year long. I don't think there's been another match that got me excited to the end because most of well, not most, but pay per views Brock was at. He main evented pretty much, you know and I was always like, "Great, now we gotta wait for this." Right, or, you know. So you were, in, in other words, you're you were excited for this main event. I was extremely excited for this main event, and I think this completely lived up to the hype. And it, I was exhilarated all the way through. It kept me in. It had me hooked. Okay, I, I will every say that, step of the way. You know, I can I can say that I feel like this might be. In terms of what a main event has been on WWE shows, excluding Evolution, because it doesn't really count because it was kind of like an all-women show. Even the main... They were the main event. Charlotte right, and Becky. Right. So excluding that and mm-hmm. putting them into the realm of everything else, with the right. Brocks and the Romans and the blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This might be the first main event that I was A, looking forward to, and B, was attempted for the entire time. Mm-hmm. Where we're not just going, all right, well, it's the last match we got to get through. Let's just, you know, go to the motions and blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, Roman wins lulls. Brock wins lulls. Like, whatever. I will say that much. This is the first time that this felt like a main event worthy of a main event. It's the first time, I think. Other than just a name being a main event. First time we weren't just like, let's let's start getting ready to set up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, half hour, 40 minutes before the pay-per-view. It's like, okay, let's, I'm excited for this. That's a fair point, Miss. I don't like using this phrase. Uh Uh-oh. But this match had... A big fight feel to sure, it. Sure, absolutely mm-hmm. did. Yeah, the the addition of Asuka kind of took away some of that. Really? You think so? In my opinion. Okay. If this was just Becky and Charlotte, okay. boom, you got big fight feel. Okay. Without a doubt, no brainer. Adding Asuka to the match, kind of like the element was a, a, a little... I think it was a little forced, but the way that we stated earlier, these women were selling, they were bumping, everything about this match, they for were... me, match of the night. So go, oh, I'm sorry, let me, just real quick, to go on to your thing about Asuka, I feel like because of the talent that Asuka is, 
and made it feel like more of a big fight feel. Okay. If it had, because it was already, we've already seen Becky and Charlotte, and we know what they can do, and that's already, like you said, that's already a big fight right there. Mm-hmm. But then you add in the talent of what Asuka is. It's if you had added, if you added like Carmella, like she was part of this originally, mm-hmm. that would have taken away from me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because she's not the in-ring worker that Asuka is. Mm-hmm. Asuka's legit in the ring. Mm-hmm. If it had been Carmella or Lana Naomi. or Naomi even. And Naomi's not bad in the ring, but she's not these three women. Feel mm-hmm. the glow. Stop talking. So <laughs> when they added Asuka to me, I was like, oh man, a great match mm-hmm. just got better. So, yeah. So I feel like the Charlotte and Becky thing really had its ending at Evolution. They needed, they didn't need to do this match. And I feel like putting Asuka into it pulled it up. Rejuvenated? Rejuvenated that that feel. Because mm-hmm. now the fight wasn't just about Becky and Charlotte. We've seen that enough. We're done with it. They had their finale. Now it's Asuka. What does this mean? And... I, I think don't know. that would I think Evolution was going to be the blow-off had Becky not... Had things hadn't been what they were. Yeah. If the Survivor Series didn't end up becoming what it became... Mm -hmm. And Nia Jax didn't pull a Nia Jax. If Nia didn't... If Nia wasn't herself, Mm -hmm. and she didn't, you know, break Becky's face, and then Becky and Ronda just had a regular one-on-one that we could have all just looked past and whatever, I don't think we would have gotten here. I think it was because that happened that we had to get to a point where we go, okay, now what's next? Okay, uh, Becky and Charlotte again, I guess. Uh, you can throw Asuka in there. Okay, cool, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what propelled us here. I think that was supposed to be the, the blow-off had it not been for Nia Jax's botch, you know. Botchmania. I don't want to say Botchmania because it's copyright infringement. That's a thing? YouTube. Yeah. Oh. YouTube, Daily Motion, etc. Botchmania. Did not. Matthew. Huh. Sure. It's actually pretty funny. You should two, watch it. Two Fs. Yeah, Math. You. M-A-F-F-E-W. Thank you. Now, the the internet knows how to spell my name now. Whoopsie. Anyway, but that was, uh, yeah, I mean, so, are we going to get into this? Let's get to the match. So The the start of the match was pretty um, easy. They started right off the bat. They did start, but they had some hiccups. That's the perfect way way to actually say it. I was going to say it was clunky, but they had a few hiccups. But they started right out the gate, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like the bell rang, and there was no hesitation. Oscar, Charlotte, Becky, they all went after each other. It was kicks and punches, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. We People getting this. thrown around We're everywhere. Yeah. Weapons. My issue with the, the beginning of the match, or more of the middle of the match, was when the women were trying to use a weapon, i.e. a table or a ladder, mm-hmm. they were struggling. But you look back at Evolution, there was no struggle. Like, right. Like, what did they... The heavier, I don't they know. changed the gravity. Is like gravity <laughs> is, <laughs> is it harder to lift stuff? Or like, maybe gravity in San Jose is different from Long Island. I That's don't know. true. Yeah, Who different knows? different coast, different time zone. You don't know how gravity works sometimes. Man. It's weird. It's a weird trick. I, 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 I don't think you know how gravity works. <laughs> I of course you so do. Hard. If you stand sideways, then you fall upside down. I right? Want to, I want to hit him so hard. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about. Becky pretty much destroying Charlotte's entire abdomen section. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so there's a, there's a section where they're all outside and they're they're fighting and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Becky and I mean so and Charlotte and Asuka end up on one of the announce tables and Becky looks at them 
she has an idea. And I go, oh, she's going to do that leg drop. That's the only move she's got. I love Becky to death, but her and Ariel stuff is not exactly, that's not her thing. Only move she's got is she's a leg no drop. She's no Ariel assassin. She is no Will Ospreay. So she sets up the ladder, she sets everything up, and she goes, she's going to do a leg drop. She'll do a leg drop. She does it, and Oscar rolls out. And I don't know if Becky just missed misjudged where she's supposed to land mm-hmm. or because she's never because that's not her spot she doesn't do stuff like this right but she landed her full her butt her whole, squ- butt. Her whole butt square, square on, on Charlotte's, Charlotte's like ab section oh man it, it was basically instead of it, it turned from a leg drop to a senton yeah yeah and and, and they, you know how WWE it's like on a five second delay so they can like bleep c- out mute out the curses you just heard oh <laughs> And everything muted. And I was like, oh, me think Charlotte yelled and cursed a little she, bit. She dropped the F-bomb for sure. She definitely had. She dropped something. Um, and there was, it was not a small ladder. Becky grabbed like an 18-foot ladder or whatever it was. Whatever it was. that you can, She caught her flush Ooh. in the tummy area. Yeah. And that hurt. I think it was the... Like, she landed on the ribs. Mm-hmm. And, and Charlotte... Oscar rolled out of the way. Charlotte felt it. Yeah. This was a very physical match. We had the table spot with Oscar and Charlotte where... Asuka came up a little short, and so Charlotte pretty much hit her whole head on the table, which like broke the, only well, the bottom of the, it. The, the well, quarter, still standing up. Yeah. Yeah. The quarter, a quarter of that table, I think, was supposed to bust off, and it didn't. So you just had like a, like a tenth of the table split, she was and the table to, just stood there? It was supposed to be square in the middle. These, right. these tables are gimmicked a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, and Asuka, I don't, I don't know if she's ever done something like this before, but if she had taken one more step... Mm-hmm. She would have caught Charlotte flush in the middle of the table, and that would have been the spot that she was looking for. Right. But I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't strong enough to take that step. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not Oscar. I can't tell what happened. But she just went for the Damn. spot right there, and she did not catch the whole table. And I was like, ooh, it was there. a It was a rough night to be Charlotte Flair. Oh, that Beck Sploder on the outside? It was mm-hmm. a rough ooh. night to be Charlotte Like, Charlotte Flair, she... Not for another. She took she, a beating tonight. She earned her paycheck this week. Did she? Yes. Did she? she took... Some punishment. That back exploded. There's a t- the table's like leaned up against the the barricade. It's like a table and a chair leaned up against the barricade. And she does the back exploder, and her back hits square on the table, and her neck hits square on the chair. I'm just like, oh. And then she's geez. like, she's laying there, and then the chair just falls off. And the chair, I was like, oh boy. And then she spears Oscar through the bar. I was like, yo, this these women are gonna kill themselves, and it was fantastic. The more I think about it, I think you're right. This might have to be match of the night. My opinion, far. B- my opinion, match of the night. I this was, was match of the night. This was a show stealer. But they had art. So, I mean... But let's talk about the finish. We're building to the finish. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have Charlotte and Asuka on the ladder fighting Jocelyn back and forth. Mm-hmm. Becky comes in with another ladder. Mm-hmm. Asuka gets thrown off her ladder. Charlotte instead goes on to the, the Becky Lynch ladder. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, they're both going to fall off. Oscar wins. They fell off, but not the way I thought. So all of a sudden you hear the crowd start to bubble, and they all look towards the ramp. I'm like, who's coming down? I don't know where my... Major braid fart, because this should have been obvious. And I'm just like, who's coming down? Who's probably going to interfere into this match? Mandy Rose. Burps. (laughs) (laughs) Naomi? No. Ronda Flippin' Rousey. Whoa. She comes down, you know, a fit of rage, huffing and, and puffing. And there's like a moment where Becky and Charlotte look at her, and they're like, 
And they huh. ignored it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that was such a small detail that was great. That they looked at her and just like, man, forget this chick. <laughs> she ain't doing nothing. Right? <laughs> and they keep going at it. And she gets to the ring and she knocks them both off the ladder. Which gives Asuka the opportunity to set up ladder, go up to the tube. That was the end of that. And grab the belt and become the new Smack. WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. Yes. Now, I like Asuka, so I'm not too upset. I love Becky, so I was a little sad to see her lose. However, this falls right into my prediction that I made. Sure, it wasn't Charlotte who won, but it still plays perfectly into your theory. Oh, yes, yes. Now, we're going to get into that theory in a couple of seconds. Mm. But that was TLC 2018. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Mr. Thrill. Yes, sir. Can I call you Mr. Thrill? But of course. Mr. Thrill. I wanted to put this in our back pocket for the Royal Rumble. I wanted to put this in our back pocket for maybe another weekly. But I think right now is a perfect time to bring it in. So take it out of your back pocket. Dust it off. Oh, wait. Should we rate this pay-per-view real quick? No, we're not done not with the pay-per-view. Oh, we're not done with the pay-per-view. No, 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 we're doing a theory. We're going to rate the pay-per-view. And then that's it. Okay. But, I want you to dust that paper off. Yeah. Shine it up real nice. Turn, Turn that some sideways and, and stick read it, sh- it straight oh. to our fans. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were going to read it straight up your... That, that, that spicy meet the ball that you wanted to bring up last week. Oh. And I, I just, I made you stomach it for a little while. So, so here's my theory, folks. And because WWE is WWE, they're going to not do this. Of course not. But here's what I'm thinking. Becky was going to lose tonight. The Royal Rumble is in a week. In a month, excuse me, in a month. Oh, a week. Six weeks. God. Don't, a month. Don't piss me off, please. So, Becky is going to be in the Royal Rumble. She's going to win the Royal Rumble. As the winner of the Royal Rumble, you can choose whoever you decide to face at WrestleMania. Now, after Survivor Series... That was supposed to be Becky versus Ronda. They got all this hype and everyone was into it. And then it got, you know, killed because Nia Jax is awful at her job. I think WWE wants that to be their main event. Or at least one of the main events for WrestleMania. At least the call for sure. For sure. So I think Becky Lynch is going to win the Royal Rumble. And use that to face Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, before anyone listening to this thinks, yeah, we saw that coming once Ronda came out. My guy. My guy. (laughs) My guy. (laughs) Thrill the will. (laughs) Thrill the will. I got the will, baby. That's the proper way. He's got the will to thrill. Yeah. And the thrill to will the ladies. Ooh. Mm. Talk to him. He brought this up, and I'm like, well, gosh darn, that is a spicy prediction. I love to see that happen. It's not gonna happen. No, it it's going. So it's, no, it's going to happen. It, it makes so much sense. They're gonna it, botch it. It writes itself. How many times have we said that? Yeah, on this show, off the show, have we said it writes itself? It writes itself, and then WWE goes, "What's the dumbest thing we can do? Let's do that instead." Carmella's yeah. gonna win the rumble. No, Alicia Fox at number thirty. <laughs> Like, I guarantee you, because everyone wants Becky to win, and everyone expects Becky to win, Becky's going to come out of the Royal Rumble. Tamina's going to win. She's going to be like, 
number 10 or something. She's going to come out early, like in the first third of the match. She's going to be in there. She's going to go the distance all the way like, to the final four. And she's going to get eliminated like third by like Lana or some nonsense. I think Lana would be in the top four. If she comes out at 28, she might well be. Lita's going to win the Royal Rumble. This is WWE we're talking about. Who? This is <laughs> WWE we're talking about. It could be anyone in the bottom, in the top four, in the final four. I'm telling you, they're going to do something dumb like that. And then they're still going to find a way to have it be Ronda versus Becky. So they can have their cake and eat it too. It's going to be some nonsense. Ronda's going to lose the title at Royal Rumble. And then Becky's going to show up on a random Raw. And it, it doesn't make sense to get... High. It you, does. No, no, no. Listen, dance. To listen to me. You, there's no way to get uh, Becky on Raw clean. There's, there's no way that you can get Becky on Raw without, like... Oh, that doesn't make sense. She's supposed to be here for SmackDown, but she's here on Raw. Are they going to do an invasion angle for, for Becky Lynch only? Like, it, it, for me, it doesn't make sense. Your theory, as perfect as it is, is it. That's it. This is, this I, I agree. That's why it's my theory. I think that's the best way to go about it. To me, that's the only way to go about it. But I just don't trust Vince to do what makes sense. I don't trust Vince to do what's right. I don't. Well, maybe he'll come out tomorrow and be like, listen, I can't run this company anymore. And then he'll just not do it. And Triple H will come out and be like, hey, that's a good idea. Triple H is, is he's fully invested in NXT. I'm afraid they'll have... Excuse me. Um, they're just going to name... Adam uh, Colwyn. They're just going to call Alexa Bliss you know the GM and call it a day. Sure, why not? They're not doing much of anything tomorrow. It's going to be that, or there's going to be like one call-up. Like, what's his name? He's going to come... Lars Sullivan's going to debut tomorrow or something. Still? Some junk. I just... Again, that's my theory, and I'd love for it to happen. I just don't trust Vince to do it. I'm also not crazy about the idea of Becky going to Raw, because I like Becky on SmackDown. Yeah. And considering that I just heard this week that Fox is expecting SmackDown to do 3.3 a week, and SmackDown can barely do 2.3 a week, mm-hmm. how are you going to do that if your biggest face is on Raw? Let me tell you something. Ronda Rousey will not help that go up That's on what SmackDown. I'm... Yeah, but what's going to hurt SmackDown more? Was Ronda going to SmackDown or Becky leaving SmackDown? Oh, Becky leaving SmackDown. That's what I'm saying. So um, does it make sense to take uh, to take Becky away from SmackDown? Not only that, but now Ronda has massive heat on her because she screwed Becky. And so when that happened, I said, what is this, a heel turn for Ronda? You said, no, it's not a heel turn. I'm like, Becky's your biggest face of the company. You have Ronda come out and do that. That's automatic heel heat. She is heel now. I don't want to hear it. And the fans don't want to hear it. She's going to come on Raw tomorrow and get booed out of the building. She's going to get booed out the building. It'll be great. It'll be glorious. Different tag team. Sure, why not? But I don't know. Uh, but let's 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 rape. Let's let's, let's rape. Rape. Excuse oh my me. god. <laughs> that is getting edited out for sure. <laughs> William got scared. He looked at Jeremy like, oh no. This, this man says some, that's not, you know, no, that's a bad, that's, oh, a, that's a bad that's word. That's a bad Jeremy. That's a bad word. That's a bad Jeremy. Bad boy. I'm just going to cut this whole part out. <laughs> you take a timestamp so you know where you're at? Let's rate. R-A-T-E. And wrap up this show. Rate and wrap. Don't get those mixed.
<laughs> Don't get silly. Wrap up in the podcast. Maddie Bill C double E. How many tofus? That's hard. Uh, I know, I do this every single week. Oh, my Lord. I want to say somewhere between a 3.75 and a 4. Wow. wow. That is high. Wow, that's some high regard for this bad boy. Hmm. Mind you. I haven't really gotten to reflect on it too much yet. But you know, We don't even make note that this is the last pay-per-view of 2018. This is oh, WWE one. definitely made note of that. We they were. We didn't. Who knows? Maybe they'll do a house show at the end of the year. Be like, oh, they are doing a house show at the end of the year. They do a house show every week. Friday They're doing a house show after Christmas that I'll be oh. going to with my nephew. Does Did you find those seats for? Not continuity. No, I didn't. I didn't message his mother. Find the seats. Can you give your rating, sir? I already did. You said three point seven five to four. four. I, like I that. thought you were still trying to decide. You said I have time I to don't, reflect. I don't. I want to reflect uh, on it, but I'm gonna sit forty. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say closer to a three point seven five. Well, okay. That is high. That's high. that's high remarks by Bizzle. This high. was not a bad show. Uh, it wasn't a bad show. Let's see what you, let's see what you have to say, Shades. On the drive over here, I gave this show a two point five. Mm-hmm. Smack dab in the middle. Smack dab in the middle. I said there's no way. I can get lower than that. Unless there's a bad finish. The last three matches, not bad. In my opinion, boring, good match, pretty good match. I settled on a three. Okay. Three topes. They had great finishes, though. Uh, Nothing left me scratching my head. Yes. At no point did I go to myself and go, what are they doing? Especially the last three matches. Think about that. The AJ Styles Daniel Bryan match had a perfect finish for what they who they are and where they stand right now. Um, Rollins and Ambrose, fine. Fine. This the match, match, the TLC match, the main event, perfect finish. And so I, that's why I said I ended at I started at two point five and I ended at a three. Hmm. Not bad. Good pay per view. Solid pay per view. Start to finish, in my opinion. Yeah. Thrill? There was nothing that made me upset, nothing that made me scratch my head, nothing that made me go, well, that was a tremendous, like, thanks for nothing. I think, like, the, the biggest waste of my times were the Rey Mysterio-Randy Orton match, which wasn't necessarily bad, I just didn't care. I had no heat useless to well, me. Well, it had heat, it just didn't have your investment. Right. And then the Seth and Ambrose match was just boring and long and drawn out. But other than that, consider, and you know, it's hard, because this thing is all kind of like, almost on a curve, because WWE pay-per-views in general are pretty horrendous. So, in, like, in context, relatively speaking, it's one of the better pay-per-views of the year. That's a long-winded way of me saying, three, three and a quarter, maybe? High three, low three and a quarter. Like, it's on that cusp. Okay. Just because there was nothing bad on it. The main event, I thought, was really good. Uh, There was some... I mean, again, nothing really... Nothing made me upset. Nothing bothered me. Nothing... I had nothing to rant about. The worst thing that probably happened was on the pre-show. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's again, it's not much to the the Elias Bobby Lashley match, but those are the pre-shows. Or like, I can live without it. Like, who cares? You know. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I, I it was that, totally fine. I it was a passable. As a, as a group, if you add come with an average for the show, it was about three three point two five three and a quarter, three and a quarter, three and a yeah, half, yeah, around that that area. Because just put it at a four almost, three point seven. Three point seven. I'm, I five, think I'm gonna say three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Three fifty. Somewhere. Uh, yeah. Tree fifty. Tree fifty. Tree fifty. So he said, "Give yeah, tree fifty." And if you give tree fifty, I give tree fifty. What was I supposed to do? FJA man making tree fifty. So yeah, I'm taking the tree. Bust. Yeah, I'm about to be time to get that license. Mm, nope. Because <laughs> then I'll be paying tree fifty in uh, car insurance, and I'm not doing that. Well, that's a you problem. So, I think that pretty much wraps up. WWE's last pay-per-view of 2018. PPV. WWE's TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs 2018. We thought it was a relatively good or decent average pay-per-view. Not too bad for WWE standards. It definitely leaves us with some intrigue going into Raw and SmackDown this week and going into Royal Rumble next month, which begins the road to WrestleMania. So as always, you've been listening to us on soundcloud.com such grapples two apples and grapples grapples the two. number two apples if you're not catching us there you're catching us on google play music google or play apple music. podcast that's right i got it right in the outro one day we'll get it right in the intro you can always follow us comment tweet like comment share subscribe on soundcloud on facebook.com such grapples apples on twitter.com such grapples the number two apples thank you all for listening i've been will the thrill joined by the lovely the the shades and Maddie Bizzle double Z double E Thank and we you, will internet. catch y'all next week for this, uh, later this week for the weekly and at the next pay per view peace peace and love watch the next day.